What's up, what's up, what's up, world? It's your girl, Tiana Smalls, a.k.a. Coach Cooch, and you're checking out In My Bag Podcast, episode 25. Yes, episode 25. I'm so happy to finally have 25 episodes. You you guys know that I have been, like, taping this show over a year now, so I'm, like, pretty happy about that, pretty stoked about that. But what the fuck is going on? If you're listening to this, yes, you survived another week, another week of the coronavirus. There's a lot of shit going down, and uh, I'm just saying, it's so much tea. I had to, like, jump on a mic and, like, let you guys know what I've been thinking about everything that's been going on. First of all, I just want to say I am enjoying these little producer and, like, singer battles. Too bad, babyface and... um. What it was Teddy Riley? Too bad they went ahead and uh postponed their uh battle. But Jonte Austin versus Neo and T Pain versus Little John. Now, when it came down to Jonte Austin versus Neo, I gave Jonte Austin uh the win. Not only because he makes one of he made one of like my favorite songs, which was uh turn it up that was one of my songs back in the day all you gotta do is turn it up turn it up turn it up i like that you know when a producer or a writer try to make their own song sometimes it's a you know a hit but sometimes it's a miss but i really like him so um there was a lot of hits that I didn't know that uh, Jonte Austin did. He did Ideals Get Gone. You leave, leave the door. He did Aaliyah's I Miss You. I didn't know he did that. He did Genuine's um, Stingy. Uh, he also did um, Tony Braxton, Just Be a Man About It. Bow Wow and Ciara's uh, Shorty Like Mine. Trey Songs, uh, I Need a Girl. Tyree, sweet lady, won't you be my sweet lover? That, you know, you gotta, um, you know, give credit for that. Mariah Carey songs. I mean, he his list was very uh, diverse. Neo kept playing, like, a lot of his own shit. So, I'm like, oh, that's good when you could battle with your own. But I wasn't really um, that impressed. I mean, of course, we loved um, Irreplaceable. That was like a... A big song, but that wasn't bigger than Mariah Carey's We Belong Together, which was um, John Tay Austin's song. So I feel like John Tay beat uh, Neo, but a lot of people saying it was a tie because they don't know R&B music, but it wasn't a tie. John Tay Austin beat him. Now, when it comes down to T-Pain and Little John, I'm going to give it to Little John, even though I don't like Little John at all. I do not like him. He has one of the stinkest ass attitudes and the stinkest mouths in the industry. You didn't hear that from me, but I'm just being honest with you. He's very disgusting. I don't like him at all. And I'm sorry to say it, but I don't um, like him. Little John, um, of course, I wanted T-Pain to win because I don't like Little John. But I always give people their props, whether or not I like them or not. So, uh, T-Pain had Good Life. He started out with Good Life. I don't think he should have started it out with Good Life because Good Life was one of his jammy jams. I think he should have ended it with Good Life. But um, he had Good Life. He had um, I'm So Hood. I remember that song. He also had um, Got Money and You Know It. Yeah, that, that was a good one. And then he had um, 
blaming on a goose, blaming on any. He had R. Kelly's I'm a Flirt. I don't know if that was the time to play an R. Kelly song, but whatever. And he had my favorite club song. I mean, this was the song back when I used to club it up in 05 and 06. It was, um... Buy you a drink. Ooh. Yeah, that was my shit. But Little John won because he had Usher and Little Chris's Yeah. He had um, Little Scrappies. You don't want no problems. Yin Yang Tween. Salt Shaker. Shake it like a salt shaker. Shake it like a salt shaker. He also had um, We Don't Give Up. You Don't Give Up. Hey. He had Freak A Leak. He had Ciara's Goodies. He had Fat Joe Lean Back Remix. That was a biggie. That was a biggie. So, and, um, yeah, you know, so he had a bunch of um, hits. He also put Snap Your Fingers and Do The Step, you know, that one. You could do it all, you know. So, um, Little John won with that. So, I'm definitely um, feeling these battles. I want them to keep it coming. Babyface versus versus um, Teddy Riley. I don't know who's going to win that one because I found out that Teddy Riley has a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of hits, like, on the low. So, I don't know who's going to win that one. That might be just, like, a real tiebreaker because I'm not sure about that. But let me tell you something that I didn't like during this coronavirus season. I don't like that Drake finally showed his kid. I feel like he knew he had a new song coming out. He know that people are not like caring about him right now because they're just trying to survive the coronavirus scare. And all of a sudden now he wants to show his son. I did not like that at all. You know, usually I be hyped when things like that happen because I love men who love their kids. But it was something very um, ingenuine about it. It was something like, and it just, it's so much I can say. I just feel like it was all phony. Then he had a nerve to share with the media that he had to get a paternity test like three times just to make sure the baby was his. First time, it got lost, then I just feel like I always tell you guys, share, but never overshare. And I don't want you to use a child as your way of promoting your new dance song that you want to become a hit on TikTok. Like, you know, these kids are going to grow up one day and hear all these interviews. You guys know this, right? Like, I'm not a fan of men who use their kids as pawns. That's like the dads to me that call a baby mother right before tax season. It's like, you're just like fucking pitiful and we're gonna get to a lot of these little celebrity kids because they are fucking pitiful so i know a lot of y'all listening right now because y'all want to hear about what i gotta say about yaya mayweather i'm just gonna let you guys know ahead of time before we get to the topic that i'm fucking disgusted with that little girl and we're gonna talk further about it because it's a deeper thing okay let's get to kylie from 3lw recently i was online minding my business and i just saw a woman her eyes looked familiar so i stopped to listen to the video i'm watching this video and finally i realized that this is the girl from 3lw the group that natari and adrian bylon was in and it was kylie like which was like the main like girl in the group she had like the big gap back in the day let me tell you something this girl looked like a hot fucking meth head mess had a nerve to act like she was shading like Adrian and saying that she don't owe nobody an apology. And I'm like, mm, 
man, she looks fucked up. I always say that karma is in the face. You know what I mean? Like, whatever it is she don't think she did, she actually did. Because karma is showing its ass. Every time I have a question on whether somebody was grimy or whether somebody did something they wasn't supposed to do, all of a sudden, karma just bites them in the motherfucking ass. And I realize then that they did what they did and now they shit is looking raggedy and she's looking very raggedy she looks like she just sits home all day and eat bonbons and just watch marry with children or something like first of all like after the industry is over or after you're not popular or you don't want to do it anymore you know there is something called a job you know there is something called get up and wash your ass there is something called Go out and, and work for a daycare center or open up a business. Be productive. Just because you're not, you know, like in the industry anymore, that doesn't mean that you got to like look like washed up and, and busted. Like I'm telling y'all, y'all better take a page out of Tiana Small's book. When one boat blow up, that's to believe I'm jumping on a motherfucking another boat and I'm going to better myself each time. I don't understand how these people are walking around so fucking raggedy and they don't have like they look like they just don't got a care in the world keely looks very uh pwt-ish she looks like she lives in the trailer somewhere and just doesn't care about getting out of the trailer and you know you talking all that junk about natari and uh Adrian Bylon, but they look good. They moved on with their life. You know, Natari's on one of the hottest shows in the world right now, and Adrian Bylon is on TV every day. And I can tell you from being on TV every day and on being on talk show TV, those are the best checks you're ever gonna get in television. Unless you become like on like unless you become like Kathy Lee and Hoda or somebody like that, Rosanna Scotto or somebody like that, because those are bigger, bigger checks. But those are the best checks that you're gonna get. In this business. So I don't know uh, what kind of fuckboy shit that she's on. But um, please. And before I finish with this show. I want to. Um, before I like go on and talk more about what I wanted to talk about. I want to give um, a rest in peace shout out to my boy Arnold Silly. Arnold is somebody I grew up with. Me and his brother is very close. Um, but Arnold and me had the same birthday. So we always had like that connection when I tell you guys, he was one of the most uh, just cool brothers you could ever meet, solid. Ain't nobody could say nothing bad about him. I love people that nobody could say anything bad about. But he passed away uh, recently from the coronavirus. So I'm saying that to say, like, this shit is real. Especially if you're in the New York area, please cover your mouth. Please cover your hands. Please wash your hands. Please wash your ass. Please wash your hair. It is, like, very... Um, disgusted um um disgusting out here and um you know when tragedy like this happens i always be like wow you know all the good guys always seem like they're the ones that's dying it's like damn it's so many people that could die no, i'm just joking <laughs> not really but i'm just saying like it's so many people that could go but it's always like the good ones the good really do die young so um rest in peace to arnold Shelley. and you know there's a lot going on right now during this um you know, coronavirus, stay at home thing. It's giving people a lot of time on their hands. Both of my personal email addresses have been hacked. Both Yahoo and Gmail has been hacked. So please do not um, email me because you're not going to reach me because they have been hacked to the point where I can't even retrieve them. I use them as each other's email to retrieve them, which I should have never done. And um, yeah, I 
Can I get into my emails? They have tried to hack my Facebook and my Instagram, but Facebook don't play no games with nobody's children. It was very hard for them to do that, so they weren't successful in that. They did hack my Instagram for a couple of hours, but then Instagram got it back because I went through Facebook to sign on. So once again, Facebook saved my ass, but there's a lot going on, so make sure that y'all change your verification email to a secret email nobody knows. Make sure that you're really not using anybody else's Wi-Fi. I don't know how they hack my shit, but I had both of those emails for so long, so it doesn't really matter to me, but I just feel, like, really bad that they were, like, able to even, like, hack my shit. I got so much business stuff in there, so I'm going to still work on getting it back, but I'm just trying to tell you guys, like, there's a lot going on right now during this time. Like, you may not be getting those spam calls, but best to believe, because they're not in, like, those warehouses calling you, but best to believe they're working digitally to spam your ass. So be very careful. Put two-step verification on your banking. Put two-step verification on your emails, on your social media, because this right here is, like, fucking crazy. Anyway, let's move on from me getting hacked. I'm very upset about that, but I'm just like, we got to move on. All right, so I was watching, okay, Love & Hip Hop Atlanta, the other day, and um, I was watching, and I saw a scene where basically, like, Bammy doesn't like this girl named Light Skin Keisha, who we talked about last week's show, but Light Skin Keisha is more like Caramel Keisha, so I'm gonna call her Caramel Keisha. Uh, Bam don't like Caramel Keisha because Bam feels like Caramel Keisha got her dude from her homegirl, and they were all so cool, and now she fucks with her dude, which I understand. I mean, yeah, that's not a good thing that wouldn't make me uh you know really want to hang out with you either however i mind my fucking business it's none of my business you know i try to mind my business the most now that i'm grown i especially mind my business because i don't really know the story now um with bambi bambi has a very strong personality okay she was um at the double dutch thing and she's a very tall girl she has a very strong personality i had a conference call with bambi a few years ago about some business and it was a strong personality, so it just didn't end up going anywhere. We were just basically like, okay, bye-bye. So um, she has a strong personality. At the um, Double Dutch thing, she was trying to be, you know, cool, cool. Because one thing about, it's all about a host. See, when you throw an event, especially a celebrity girl event, I call it a bitch fest. You got to make sure that you're a good host so that everybody respect your shit. Toy is such a good host that... Even if you wanted to be like a bitch, you couldn't be a bitch in her event. Like, people that I've met before that was acting a little funny before at that event was acting real cool. And shout out to um, Tammy Rivera and Waka Flocka show. They showed, like, a little piece of uh, mama, my mom and my friends and stuff like that. And I like that because they could have edited it out, but they kept it in. So it was cute. It wasn't nothing like... Uh, major, I know, I, I know they saw me too, but I don't care about that, I've been on TV so much, I don't care about, you know, being on TV, but, um, so Bambi has a very strong personality, so, I like her still, though, it's not, it's not like I don't like her, but Bambi is also married to Scrappy, who is a Capricorn, see, and I see what Bambi's trying to do, Bambi know how she used to get down, and she know how her husband get down, so she's trying to, like, basically let him know, like, you're not going to do what the fuck you want to do to me, which is great. I'm all about that. Men love abuse. I know I believe in that. You could go ahead and cop the book on Amazon right now, Men Love Abuse. I made a lot of money off that book. I totally agree that men love abuse. But I also believe that when you try to tame a beast, 
sometimes it could like backfire on you, especially like if it's not justified. For example, uh, Caramel Keisha and Scrappy did a song together and she said that he posted it up for like one minute and then pulled it down. Now, one thing I know about Capricorn men, especially most Capricorn men, they're about their money. They're about their moves. You know what I mean? You got some that's not. Some of them are bummy. But there's a very few bummy crowd of Capricorn men. Capricorn men usually be about their dollar. They be about the ladies too, though, so it's kind of hard. But they be about their dollar. So for you to tell them to pull down a song because you don't like the girl... That's where we blurring the lines of like marriage. Like, listen, this is professional stuff. Now, if this girl and you had your own personal beef and you don't like her, that's something different. But you don't like her over the next bitch that you don't even know the whole story about. So I really wasn't feeling that. Also, I think that Bambi is like most wives that once they get married, they kind of get amnesia. A lot of wives I know do that. They get married. They start talking about girls calling girls hoes and all type of stuff. But sometimes, 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 you got to go back into your panties and remember your marks, okay? You got to remember what you used to do. It was scenes with you, with Scrappy, when he was still with his baby mother. A lot of people know that. It was scenes of you in the tub with married men. If we could forgive you for those scenes, then you could forgive Caramel, Keisha, and let her rock. But once again... I know that BMB have a strong personality. So I don't know what Caramel Keisha's giving off. Maybe Caramel Keisha, that, that new chick that's about to get on, and maybe you really wanted to be a rapper and you didn't make that dream happen. And sometimes people hate you because you're living their dream. Yeah, let's fucking talk about that. Sometimes people can hate you because you're li living their dream. And what they don't understand is that you don't know that you're living their dream. You're just living your life. But if that's the dream you want, you need to go out there and make it happen. You can't be hating on people over some nigga because it looked like she got a pretty good handle over that nigga. But to say that she's never going to be a wife, I don't think that's a good thing to say. Because if you could be a wife, I think she could be a wife. You know, anybody could be a wife. You just got to find that one, like I told y'all a few episodes back. That want to do it and want you to be there. So, um, I didn't really like that episode. Now, I want to talk about something. We got to get into these celebrity kids, okay? First thing I want to talk about is Nipsey's daughter, okay? Imani. First of all, I don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't know what the courts is doing. I don't know... I don't know what's going on out there in California. But goddamn, if I was in California, I'll be driving around trying to find out what's going on. Because on March 31st... 2020 which was my parents 36th wedding anniversary by the way shout out to mommy p and daddy t for making it 36 years i mean damn it's hard getting to six years so 36 i can never imagine i mean goddamn. now baby when you make it 36 years you can talk that shit but right now you still like a newbie in the game so um to make a long story short nipsey daughter was um outside on the day of his death because she claims that her mom, uh, like, or her mom, she went to her mom or her grandmom's house, and basically they were cleaning up, so they told her to go outside, and she said they take a long time to clean up. Now, I'm from East New York, Brooklyn, you know, born in the 80s, raised in the 90s. If your grandma tell you to go outside or your mom or anybody tell you to go outside and they're inside for a long time, Chances are they're smoking crack. They're having a fucking crack party. Light it up. I'm talking about Rick James, Bobby Brown. Everybody you could think of is up in that motherfucker smoking crack. That's what that sound like to me. And she also um, 
stated that, you know, like her life is not what everybody think it is. And she was looking so lonely and I just don't think it's right. And I don't know what the courts are saying because I don't want to go and like dig into that information, but I will if I have to. Um, but I don't like it. And I didn't, it didn't sit right in my spirit that she was outside looking like so stressed out. And then her mother tried to put pictures of her up. Like, first of all, she put an old ass picture that I saw before up of her trying to like throw a lot of cap in the game. Like everything was good. And she looked very stressed out. And I hate to see kids stressed out. One thing you guys might not know about me is that I've been a like youth advocate for a lot of years. I used to work at um, pregnant shelters for teenagers. Um, I used to work at after school, um, you know, programs. I do not like seeing kids in distress. I believe the children are our future. Teach them well and let them lead the way. That's how I believe it. I do. I really do believe that the children are the future. And I don't like I don't like what's coming out of this whole situation. And I want them to uh, figure out who this little girl need to live with. It definitely should not be with her mother. It should not be with her grandmother either. I think she needs to either go with her aunt or she need to go uh, even with Laura London. She could be um, somebody that could be advocate, you know, for her or with her uncle. But I don't like what's going on. And um, talking about celebrity kids, let's talk about Emily's little daughter. Oh, my God, Taina. Oh, my God. Mucho caliente. She getting big boy gifts for her birthday. God damn, showing up these grown-ass niggas out here. Um, she had the little slingbacks on, a little slinky little one-piece on, and she got her nice little G-Wagon for her birthday. And um, I was impressed because, you know what? Um, she's a young girl. She's going to be driving around in a G-Wagon. But I just want to make sure that... I don't care whether he leased it or bought it. It doesn't matter. As long as it's paid for for three years up and let her ride around for three years. As long as it's paid up and as long as she's smart enough to register it in her name so he won't just be able to be like, oh, my car is stolen and take it back from me. I don't trust men in having things in their name. I really don't. Like, I don't have nothing in nobody's name but my own name. I don't trust anything, like, in people's names. I don't know why, like, because, like, I trusted my business partner name, but I just don't trust things in people's name because... What happens, like, it gets ugly when it's time to break up. It gets ugly. People do some ugly things when they cannot, like, control you. People do some ugly things when you don't want them no more. And I've seen chicks ride around in cars. As soon as that nigga got mad at them, they was back on the train. So I grew up early knowing, like, girl, you better make sure you got shit up in your own name, okay? So once all of the, um, she was like, you got me a car? But I could tell she's a little smart. You can't have a mother like Emily and not learn from her because you can learn from anybody, whether they're smart or dumb. You can learn from any situation. And I feel like you learn more from people's mistakes than you do from their triumphs. So I think that little girl got to, you know, she know a thing or two. And you know what gives me indication that she might know a thing or two about a thing or two? She had on slingbacks. And if you know, all of us boys chicks wear slingbacks. We love a good slingback. And a slingback will get you a nigga for life. Because you know why? Men trust women who wear slingbacks. You don't believe me? Start looking at some bosses. Sit in the park one day when the coronavirus is over. And just start looking. Looking at chicks walk by. And you know what I'm saying? And look at them. And especially the ones that got the slingbacks with the smooth heels. Oh, meaning like they feet ain't crusty with the slingbacks. I'm telling y'all, please believe me. Slingbacks will get you that nigga. Y'all, I don't want to give y'all all my game because I don't want y'all all looking like me when y'all grow up. But I'm just trying to say, slingbacks, please believe me, it gets you um, 
the niggas. Trust me. All right. So while Emily's daughter was getting G wagons um from her dude, okay, and my girl Regine, oh my God. Her acting skills are so good. She's really doing good on TikTok with all this acting videos. And I think it's very smart because now it's going to, like, make people know that she's really serious about her craft. You know, you never know who's watching these little internet shows and TikToks and all that. There's a lot of people out here, and, and the blogs keep putting it up. So don't be shocked if y'all see Little Regine in a little movie or something like that. Not a little movie, but a movie in general because I don't use the word little. So don't be shocked if you see Regine do one thing. In a movie now, so while Emily was getting a G wagon, and um, you know Toya's daughter Regine was doing her thing with her acting skills, we got the biggest fail of them all, Yaya Mayweather. Yaya Mayweather, four ten, four eleven, ninety seven pounds. Okay, she did the most despicable thing that you could ever do in your life. She stabbed up a young lady that she found at her man's crib. And stabbed the little girl up. And the little girl is in critical condition. See, this can go either way. This could be assault with a deadly weapon. Or this could turn into a murder charge. Now, this is a little girl. We're talking about Floyd Mayweather's firstborn. Like, uh, like a little girl. And she went ahead and, like, dead ass, like, Stab somebody over her boyfriend. Now, let me explain something to you. I always, we always talk about this on this show about how it ain't no nigga worth you going to jail for. It's not no man worth you going to jail for. There's not, it's not like, first of all, especially over some herpy dick. Like, there's rumors that her boyfriend, NBA young boy, has herpes and all type of shit. But even if he didn't, let's just say he had clean dick, right? Which I doubt. The point of the matter is... It's like, what are we doing? Like, Yaya Mayweather, you need a role model. You need a mentor, okay? Because you got something that most of us never had growing up for the most part. And that's opportunity, okay? You got one of the richest people in the world as your dad. And now... I'm going to go to his ass too because I'm not convinced he's the best father in the world. And I'm not convinced that black parents believe that they are supposed to be parents after their child graduates from high school. Let's go there because a lot of times I hear people be like, oh, you know, oh, yeah, you you they parent until they're 18. First of all, that's where a lot of y'all parents get it fucked up at. You are always these kids' parents forever. My mother is my mother. I'm 35, and that is my mother. Yes, we may be more like sisters, but that's still my mother. I still need my mom. I still need my father. And a lot of parents, especially black parents, they really believe that their life is all about them a lot of times. So a lot of times, they're setting these kids up for fucked up stuff. While Mayweather's chasing uh, titles and bitches, he need to be focused on getting this little girl the mental help that she deserves because she every day is getting worse and worse and worse. And, like, not only did she stab this girl up, you would think, like, first of all, when she got locked up for that, her bail was $30,000. I'm sure her father just came and, and spent that like it was a dollar. But what I think he should have did was leave her ass in there for a little while and let her see what her actions could lead her, where it could lead her. Because herpes ain't enough. A secret baby ain't enough. No, she need to learn how to be around some real killers. And then this dumb ass girl, go ahead and get her ass arrested in Houston, Texas. 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 Like, you're, you're, you're stabbing people up in Texas? Like, this is how you know this girl does not know anything. 
And you know what? People look at her like, oh, you're Yaya Mayweather. This girl don't believe she's Yaya Mayweather. She doesn't know that. She's just Yaya that found some good dick dick and don't know how to act act. She's ruining her life. She's ruining her opportunities. And this is why I truly believe that all celebrity kids especially needs to go to school after high school. Because you know what? An idle mind is a devil workshop. And that is the truth. That's an OG saying. But I can tell you guys for sure that I truly believe that that is true. A lot of these celebrity kids, they have the world handed to them. So they quite don't understand life and what is going on in life. And they have so much money so young and they see so much money so young that it's nothing to work for. But if you're bored, which she clearly is, it's time to get a career, young lady. It's time to make something from yourself because you're going to go from depending on your daddy to depending on the next nigga. She'll end up like a lot of women that have to fuck somebody for the money. And this nigga right here, I'm going to play his video when he was going off, okay? Because Kodak Black said something from jail. I don't know who, he's, who the hell run his page from jail, but he said something about, because it was like a rumor saying that he was participating, uh with the people about her getting arrested and I just want to play you know some of the the footage from that hold on let me play that for you she bought me two pairs of shoes I ain't, I ain't I don't think I ever I don't think I ever wore a pair of them bitches but but with them black Chanel shoes huh tell me why this bitch ass nigga spoke on me from jail why the fuck you even watching me you supposed to be a gangster though, but you watching me from jail. Mm, Man, mm, you was mm. a bitch. This nigga gonna say, I cooperated with the, I, I cooperated with the police. Man, you stupid bitch. Hey, why the fuck? You look I don't wanna speak on that. Boy, you better stay in your place. These niggas hoes, man. Like, who was he talking to? Who you referring to? You referring to my wife? He's I'm calling her his wife. That shit had crack written all over it. You know, a lot of these kids are on drugs, you know. Is it crack you're smoking? Because that is exactly how you acting. Like, he was just acting like um, a straight crackhead. And you went in head and bailed her out for her to just be back in the bed with the fucking tilted wig on looking like a fucking idiot. Like, I swear to God, I'm about to, like, create. I don't know. Y'all going to have to sponsor me. I'm about to like create a program and where I'm going to go into these little bitches houses and find them and shake them the fuck up and give them the real deal. They really need like a mentor. Like for real, girl, get your mind right. The ghetto version. Like these bitches are crazy and they are like really like getting down on a slippery, slippery slope. And it's like, it's really just very sad because what she's going to realize when she's our age and is that opportunity and, and, and things like that, that doesn't come every day for everybody else. Some of us got to work for everything that we are working for. You know what I mean? Like, oh my God, I'm just now deciding that I want to um, work with, you know, the NBA now and things of that nature with deals and things of that nature. And, um, you know, selling them houses, all type of shit. That's, you know, going to take work, but I'm doing it because, um, that's what I want to do. I want to work with, you know, higher clientele and just get more money and, and, you know, increase my net worth with my job. You know what I mean? Like with everything that I do with real estate. And we're going to talk a little bit about some of y'all questions y'all been writing me about 
uh, the real estate stuff due to this coronavirus. And I really want to tell you guys the truth because I don't want y'all to be fucked up a few months from now playing um, forbearance games and um, stuff like that. But um, I'm just very disappointed in Yaya. And I just think that she has to get away from that dick. That's that demon dick that we talk about all the time. She's not used to it. He's giving her something she can feel. And she's just twisted from it. And I think she needs mental help. And I'm hoping that Floyd Mayweather do the right thing like Spike Lee and just get his daughter and get her some fucking help. She might need to go into an institution for a little while and, and figure it out. Because she also looks like she's doing drugs. She looks a little crackish to me. I'm sorry, guys. She does. She looks a little crackish. So I'll keep you guys posted on Yaya Mayweather and um what's going on with her. I mean, boy. Boy, 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 boy. Floyd done had a month. Did he not? I mean, we all had a month, but Jesus, he had the last 30 days of his life has been a real, I don't know what he, what's going on with him, but he got to pray that monkey off his back. Okay, so a lot of you guys wanted to talk about Shia, who's Ashanti's sister. She put up something for her birthday, like a video for her birthday, and in the video, she showed a lot of personal Oh, videos in there. Like one had her where she was bloody, and another one had her where she looked like she was pregnant. But um, I didn't get no tea off of that because I do know her, so I don't want to like you know say anything that I don't know yet. What I'm going to do is I'm going to text her today, and I'm going to ask her what can she give me. I'm in my bag about that video, and I need to know what she can give me. If you want to share, please share. If if not, it's like art. You know, people are going to assume. I mean, I'm not going to assume that. Her ex-boyfriend or ex-fiance beat her ass because uh, it could have been from a car accident. You don't know. Like, I don't want to just assume. But it looked a little domestic violence-ish. But she's cool. I've been cool with her for a lot of years. So I'll definitely ask her uh, what it is about. You know, I didn't want to ask her on her birthday. Because I, I was about to ask. But I was like, nah, it's her birthday. I can't be doing that. So shout out to her. It was her birthday. It just passed. Um, also, you guys wanted me to talk about... Lamar Odom being on Drink Champs, and I must admit to you guys that I haven't seen Lamar Odom on Drink Champs yet, but I will go ahead and watch it. Uh, I'm going to try to watch it tonight, but let me tell you something about that fucking Khloe Kardashian, who I think is the love of his life. Khloe Kardashian and the Kardashians, boy, this is when you know that people got to keep being interesting. You know, Kim and Courtney had a fight on the show, <laughs> keeping up with the Kardashians. And at first, I thought it was like all cap. But when I looked, those hits was connected. I think Courtney's really tired of their shit. But then, Chloe's doofy ass is going to get up on Twitter and talk about something. Oh, I can't um, fight uh, Chloe. I can't fight Courtney. She's like 5'2", and I'm 5'10". Listen, listen, listen. This is coming from somebody that's also 5'2". Like, keep that same energy with those bitches that be trying to ragdoll your ass. You still ain't even do nothing to Jordan or Black China. Black China embarrassed the whole family. Y'all supposed to been fuck her up, and you ain't do nothing to them. So don't brag about being able to beat your sister up. I hate that shit about sisters in general. Like, y'all always want to fight your own sister, but let bitches in the street get a pass. Or y'all like to say whatever y'all want to y'all sisters. Y'all call y'all sisters bullheaded, broke, your nigga ain't shit, you ain't got shit you a bum but then you be letting some fucking raggedy regular hoe play you in front of everybody you won't even say nothing whether you fight or not don't matter you still let her rock so keep that same energy ktse keep that same energy i don't hear about sisters talking about fighting each other and all that dumb shit that's crazy i mean whatever so um basically it's a lot going on 
I've just been working very hard during this time. As you guys know, I'm involved with a lot of different industries, so I don't really get too scared because I believe in multiple streams of income. I've been telling you guys about multiple streams of income. I am also in the mix of uh, starting other businesses and things of that nature and also monetizing things that I wasn't going to do, but now everybody's in the house cooking and things like that, so make sure you check out Cooking with Tiana, C-O-O-K-I-N-G with Tiana, T I O. NNA on Instagram. I'm also going to start giving you guys some more content with that now that everybody's in the house. But like I said, I always got a lot of things going on. And I think that you two could keep uh, coming up with things because right now we don't know when we're going to get back outside. But this is the right time to go study and this is the right time to find out a new craft, get new hobbies. I'm not going to lie. Like, I have been taking care of myself so much since this quarantine happened. I'm talking about like last night I was able to like get in the bath and like put both of my Dr. Teals together and I was able to scrub every part of my body with some um, sugar scrub I got from Candy Flavors and I was just like yo I love that I have this much time on my hands now because this is the stuff I always plan on doing and I just never do because I'm always like so goddamn busy but um I want you guys also to be smart if you're not being affected by the quarantine, by COVID-19, please do not postpone your bills like something as like your mortgage, okay? Remember, it's called forbearance, but not forgiveness, and it will, you know, that mortgage, mortgage lenders have the right to accelerate your loan after you missed a few payments. So let's just say... Your mortgage is $2,000 a month, and you're going to play the game like everybody loves to play games. Oh, I can't afford my mortgage for three months. I'm on furlough for my job. You know, the lies that everybody's telling the lenders or whatever. And they say, okay, fine. All right, no problem, Miss Moles. We're going to go ahead and uh, for, uh, forbear that for you for the next three months. You're thinking you won, and by the time you finish with those three months, you're going to get a bill that says uh, $6,000, and you're going to say, Oh my God, well, what do you mean $6,000? I cannot afford to pay $6,000 uh, a month for this. Next thing you know, they're going to say, oh, you cannot pay $6,000 up front? Okay, well, we can go ahead and, uh, you know, put it across your mortgage for the next uh, year or whatever. And just mind you, this is like $6,000 and whatever interest, whatever they come up with. So it'll be $6,000 divided by the next nine months. Now you got an extra $666 a month on your Oh, 666. Jesus, don't do that. Now you have a $666 over the next nine months extra on your mortgage. So now you're paying $2666 per month. You know, it's just a lot. So if you can pay it, pay it. If you can't, definitely uh forbear do a forbearance. But if you can pay it, try to pay it because they can accelerate the loan. Also, Lenders are getting real funny, so if you are in the mix of buying a house, you better hurry up and buy that house because now that they feel that people are going to be playing games, they're making the lending requirements higher now, meaning that you can use a 580 credit score through an FHA loan. Everybody knows that, but now with what's going on, lenders are starting to get worried. And when they get worried, they're going to make the requirements stiffer to protect their investment, as they should. Okay, so now we've been getting notifications that certain banks are going up to 640, 
620, 640, 680. So just be, make sure you got uh, a realtor that really know the game, that they're up on trends, they're, they're reading their emails because with being a real estate agent, and I'm going to talk about this in my real estate agent seminar, you get a lot of fucking emails all day. And sometimes you don't want to read all those motherfuckers, but let me tell you something. There's a lot of info in those emails, so you have to always make sure that you're lending um, rep, know a lot about what's going on, like, don't, don't let none of this shit pass you by, stay informed, pay your bills, and whatever you do, don't fuck your credit up, don't mess it up, call all of those motherfuckers that you don't think that you could pay, and make sure you get it, uh, deferred, deferred, or make sure that they're not reporting it to the credit bureau as anything negative. I mean, we got to really like look out for each other. So that's why I'm on. That's the only reason why I'm going hard with y'all figuring out this information. But anyway, huh, I was really in my bag about Yaya. And I really feel so sad about that. And I really feel sad about Arnold. And I feel bad about getting hacked. It's like the worst of the times. But you know what? It's what we make it. Because, and that's what we got to remember. Like, it's what we make it. You don't have to be fiending to sell products right now, you could be just be using this time to get your mental in order. Because sometimes we need our mental to be in order. You could be using this time to get stuff together. You know what I mean? Like if you do have an idea for a business, I say do it now. Also look into your finances now. You know, like I had to do a lot of like, you know, digging and things that I want to do for the future. And I had to like, you know, price it out. That's how I needed to know that I need to make more money because that debt to income, you know, Check on that, your debt to income, and see what, what percentage you are in. If you're in the 70% debt, 30% income, you fucked. So you got to make sure you get it lower. You got to be like 45 and under. Try to get 43% under so you can get a house. But if you're not worried about a house right now, try to at least get it down to 45%. If you're 75% full of debt, it's like you working for nothing. You're just working to pay bills. And none of us want to, none of us want to like, you know what I'm saying? Be like that. You know what I mean? And we got to keep each other informed. And we got to keep, you know, just keep yourself together, y'all. And keep the motherfucking gloves on. And stop touching the damn mask with them dirty ass gloves, all right? And I want to see all of y'all live so that we can have a live in my bag or something. I want to do something. All I know is when we get out of this motherfucking shit, I'm going to be everywhere. You know, I've already told y'all I was back outside a long time ago before it became a trend. But I'm letting y'all know now I'm really back outside. But anyway, I'm so glad you guys checked out episode 25 of In My Bag. Make sure you go ahead and tell three friends about it. And, you know, shout out because today is Palm Sunday. So shout out to God for that. And we made it another day, y'all. Once again, it's your girl, Tiana Smalls, a.k.a. Coach Cooch. Thank you so much for listening. Peace.